You're listening to a sermon from the Langley Canadian Reformed Church. We hope you'll find it to be spiritually edifying. Let's now turn to our scripture reading this morning. Psalm 93. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed in majesty and is armed with strength. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. Your throne was established long ago. You are from all eternity. The seas have lifted up, O Lord. The seas have lifted up their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of the great waters. Mightier than the breakers of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your statutes stand firm. Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. What I want to do with you is spend a few moments considering God's Word in verse 5b. Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. Well, today we have the Lord's Supper here before us. We intend to celebrate it. Sometimes it's also called the Holy Supper. And we call it holy because it's special. It's not like any other meal. For one thing, the portions are very tiny. But more importantly, through this special holy meal, the church of Christ is nourished and refreshed for eternal life. There's something holy before us as we sit in God's house this morning. And while this psalm doesn't speak about the Lord's Supper as such, it does speak about holiness adorning God's house. And as we're going to see, that's definitely relevant to our taking part in the sacrament here this morning. Well, before we look closer at verse 5b, we need to consider the context. Psalm 93 is one of the kingship psalms that we find in the 90s of the Psalter especially 95 to 100. 93 is a little bit removed from that. But still, it's grouped among these kingship or royalty psalms. The psalm gives us a picture of God with His robes of majesty sitting on His throne. God has been there forever. He is an eternal king. Verse 2, you are from all eternity. In verses 3 and 4, we have a picture of the seas lifting themselves up. The waters in the ancient Near East were a symbol of chaos and evil. But they cannot do anything to God. God is the one who is mightier, who is stronger. Mighty King. And the first part of verse 5 reminds us that there is stability, there is order in the universe, because God's Word, like God Himself, stands firm like a solid rock. And then the psalmist concludes, Holiness adorns your house for endless days, O Lord. Well, whose holiness do you think is being spoken of here? Well, given that the focus of this psalm is entirely on God and God on His throne, the natural expected answer can only be, it's God. 
God's holiness. What does it mean that God is holy? Even today, people use the word holy quite a bit, though usually not in a thoughtful way. It's usually used today in exclamations and then in connection with things that are anything but holy. Holy this and holy that. And when we speak that way, there's a real danger that we might lose sight of the real meaning of holiness. God is holy. That means that He is completely and utterly set apart. He is special. Someone with whom there is no comparison. God is holy. That means that sin and evil cannot exist in His presence. His holiness is the very antithesis of all moral blemish or defilement. Holiness is God's beauty. It is the all-encompassing, defining attribute of God. Yes, elsewhere in, in Scripture we do read that God is love. God is love. Twice we also read that God is a consuming fire. He's a just God who punishes the wicked. But holiness is what encompasses and defines, it sharpens both His love and His justice and all His other attributes. At the table this morning, we're going to read from Isaiah 6. That's an important passage, a crucial passage for understanding God's holiness. In that passage, Isaiah hears the seraphim calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. In the New Testament, in in Revelation 4, verse 8, the four living creatures make the same cry. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. This saying holy three times, that's known as the trisagion, trisagion. That's a biblical way of saying that God is extremely holy. Holy to the uttermost. More holy than you can possibly imagine. Did you know that this is the only attribute of God that's given in Scripture in this way? Repeated three times like that? We never read in the Bible that God is love, love, love. We also don't ever read in the Bible that God is just, just, just. Or anything like that. Only holy, holy, holy. It is holiness that is the all-encompassing, defining attribute of God. So His love is a holy love. His justice is a holy justice. His wisdom is a holy wisdom. And so we could go on through all His attributes. It is this all-encompassing holiness of God that adorns His house, according to Psalm 93. God's majestic and splendid otherness makes His house beautiful. But what is His house? In Psalm 93, God's house 
is where His throne sits. Ultimately, that means heaven. But there was an earthly reflection of God's throne room here on earth, in the temple. The mercy seat on the ark in the Holy of Holies, in the temple, reflected God's throne in heaven. The Holy of Holies, or most holy place, was where God sat in glory and splendor in the temple in Jerusalem. When the Lord Jesus came to dwell among us some 2,000 years ago, He said that one greater than the temple had come. He even went further when He called Himself the temple. In John 2.19, destroy this temple and I will raise it again in three days. wasn't speaking about the temple on Mount Zion, the temple of bricks. He was speaking about Himself. Jesus Christ becomes the new temple of God, the house of God. And I think you would agree that holiness certainly adorns that house. It always has and it will for endless days. Now, the Spirit of Jesus Christ lives in us and so we too are described in 1 Corinthians 6 as being individually temples of God. All of us individually are God's house. And 1 Corinthians 3 also describes local churches as being temples of God too. In both instances, the Apostle Paul says that these houses of God are to be adorned, made beautiful with holiness. God says, you are my temple, my house, so be holy as I am holy. Make my house beautiful. The only way this is possible is through faith in Jesus Christ. Today we are going to take part in a holy meal in God's house. And unless we repent of our sins and are truly looking to Christ in faith, we will profane this meal and cause it to be a curse instead of a blessing. Here too, today, His house must be made beautiful with holiness. The holiness which must adorn God's house and His meal is not our own holiness, but that of Christ, given to us through faith. Believing in Him, resting on Him, trusting in Him, our lives will more and more be transformed and conformed to Him more and more we will become what we are. So loved ones, look to the temple where the beauty of holiness dwells, to Christ. And you will both be holy and become holy. Look to Christ for everything. And you will be blessed today and every day. Amen. This has been a sermon from the Langley Canadian Reformed Church. For more information, please visit us on the web at www.langleycanrc.org.